0: All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, July 27th edition of the MMA OB daily podcast. I'm your host as always Adam Martin and I'm joined by my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays, Mr. Big Marcel. What's up, man? Hi, what's up
1: man. All good. Same as yesterday, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all good. Never changed. Uh, no, 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 not bad. That's good. Yeah. So we have a, a card that's
0: taken some hits last night. Two fights got scratched. Um, Sam Malby was supposed to fight Roman copy love. That was actually the original co-main event that fight was scratched. Cause, uh, copy love, couldn't get a visa. And then Shamil meal and Chris Dawkins fell off. I'm assuming it's a visa issue for Shamil. He just can't fight in the United States. It seems like he gets pulled for every fight Marcel,
1: I, I, I mean, am I right assuming it's visa issues or something else? Uh, but Shamila, I don't know for sure, man, but yeah, for Kopylov, it's 100% visa issues. So yeah. 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 So it sucks that that's happened, but we still have 13 fights left so hopefully nothing else gets scratched but we had
0: 15 at one point, and i was like damn that's a lot so we have 13 to break down today and uh we'll start in a second here so just while i set up the card Marcel, so just give me your overall thoughts on what we have left of this card
1: um listen man i'm not gonna lie i think the card is not the best card the ufc has put on there are some good fights in between don't get me wrong man you still got uh guys like brian Barberina always comes to fight you know Munir lazès is is fun to watch trevin jones ronnie lawrence those are fun fights you know what i mean but it's like it's not really like appealing to to the casual fan i think at all you know and with bellator at the same time Man, I mean, definitely. Listen, over here it's easy. I can't watch Bellator legally uh, on on TV, so I'm not going to be fucking with any streams or whatever on 3 a.m., 4 a.m. at night. I just don't feel the h to do that. So it's like for me, it's just you. I'm watching UFC. We'll watch Bellator after it. Uh, so that's how I'm going. But I, I, I'm really curious how views going to be uh, when it comes when, when they release it. You know, I'm really curious. Yeah, my guess
0: was they didn't want to go crazy with this card because Bellator is going head to head with them. And I, I do think Bellator will get some, um, viewership because that Pitbull McKee fights, a great fights. So it will get some viewership, it's but I, I still think that this card's going to draw more viewers though. Overall, more people know what the UFC is. Then than we're not here to talk about ratings and stuff. We don't care about that. We just care about the fights. So let's get into them.
1: Marcel, mm-hmm. we're gonna start yeah. with the
0: first fight of the night uh coordinate topology um is this correct like orion cossey versus phil roe is that correct that's the first fight.
1: perfect on topology perfect. here we
0: go guys i gotta tell you i'm looking forward to this one we got a middleweight belt between orion galaxy cossey phil rowe and right now the odds for this one ryan cossey minus 150 phil roe plus 130. man give me your thoughts on this one
1: because i actually think this is going to be a great fight what do you think man i think as well man i think i was super impressed with orion cossey man that he won that fight against matt dixon because matt dixon was like I think a, a huge favor to, to win a contract to go to the UFC, right? And uh, he, he didn't do it. No, it, w- it was a good finish by Kosi in the third round. Um, I think Dana had some issues with him with, with a glove touch or whatever it was. or I, I don't know exactly what it was that uh, that he didn't wanted to go for the finish at first. And then he went for the finish and they forgive him. I don't know exactly what it was anymore. It wasn't either either way, it was stupid from Dana's side because he, he looked good. Uh, Phil Rowe. Yeah, man, I think Phil Rowe, uh, he fought against uh, Leon Shabazian, right, in the Contender Series, where the the, the, the brother of Atman, uh didn't look uh, great. I think, I can't recall the fight, but I know it was one-on-one going into the third. And then the third, he finished him pretty quick because Leon gas heavily in that fight. Uh, after that, the Gabe Green fight. I honestly think he won that fight, Phil Rowe, in my opinion. you Maybe you disagree with me. I think he won that fight. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a it's a hard fight to pick for me. I think it's a really close fight. But overall, the the cozy win against against Dixon is good, man. You know, I know Dixon didn't do bad at all in the first round, but I think I think that, that win was good, you know, in my opinion. And, and Phil Rowe, Phil Rowe is he's, he's he's very how do you say that? Um uh I can't get the word, I'm sorry guys. But he's very uh on, on the ground floor, do you say that? Uh, very green? Uh, yeah, kind. That's not. I really Inex- what I want to inexperience, say. But, inexperience? Yeah, kind of, and it's kind of. It he looks kind of inexperienced. Yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I think it's a pretty close fight. Going with Kosi, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I see your comments, guys. Give me a sec. Let me break down the fight and then, I'll, then I'll get to the news there. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I I love this fight. I think it's gonna be a good. Fight. so here's the thing. So Phil Rowe has like all these good things about him, right? Because he's so long and tall for this division, and that's why I picked him against Gabe Green, but. You know, the, the problem with this guy is his chin's not very good guys. I've seen him get dropped in both his fights now against Leon and Gabe green. And I watched some of the regional scene fights that he had. He got knocked out bad there too. So I don't trust this guy's chain at all. Here's the thing about Kossy. I think that he's going to lose to good wrestlers. We saw that against Dick seems getting completely all wrestled, but this dude's super tough, super durable, has a huge heart. And I've seen multiple times where he's come back in the third round, knock guys out. And he does have a lot of power in his hands. I like Cossi here, guys. I really do. I you know what? I didn't think I was gonna like him as much as I did. Watching this guy's fights, go on YouTube and watch his fights. He's a very impressive young fighter. I enjoyed watching this guy fight. He's a team alpha male guy. I think he's gonna show up in great shape, and I think it's gonna be a great fight, man. Phil Rowe looks like he's in great shape too on his Instagram. So both guys are 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 training good camps. Rose at Fusion XL, Cossi at Team Alpha Male. I like Orion Cossi, man. I like his nickname too, Galaxy. It's pretty awesome. All right, gotta get these comments because this is true. Unfortunately, I just checked myself. Muñozes is out of the fight with Nicholas Stoltz. So oh they just lost it. Yeah, it's true. So very unfortunate. And yeah, I'm I'm looking at Instagram right now. So that is unfortunate news. <clears throat> Sucks. Um, Jose, what's up, man? We, we could, you know, what we could break down a fight later on, anyways. But I mean, right now that, that's fights not going to happen. Apparently, he's a late replacement. John's calling you the to go-to breaking uh, fight analysis. For the most part, but apparently he didn't get this one in time because this came out an hour ago, Marcel, and you missed it. No one sent it to you. Why oh, the UFC wow. didn't give Docus I agree with this guy. I mean, I, I, they could have just found someone in Vegas, some heavyweight. I'm sure they could have found someone. You know, that guy wouldn't even have to cut weight. Don't trust this guy's chin. I really don't, though. Phil rowe been dropped in both his fights. He's been dropped twice against Gabe Green, once against Edmund. And again, in his first fight in MMA, he got knocked through Leo, too. I, I just think this guy can't take a shot against a guy like Cossie with like this guy definitely has power in his hands, guys. I'm telling you, he's not the greatest fighter because his wrestling is questionable, defensive wrestling. But the hard, the toughness, the cardio will be better, I think, in this fight. I do think he finishes full row, probably, like maybe second or third round. They finish again. The By the way, Shmil was in Vegas last week, not Visa. Okay, good point. Um, I don't know why it didn't happen then. That sucks. Why are these Visa issues happen close to fight day? My guess is like a lot of them fight fly in like you know like the Sunday Monday of the week, and then they find out that they can't get over. I guess like that day sometimes these things come down to the last second. I remember a few years ago, I went to Brazil to cover a UFC event. I didn't get my visa literally till the day before I had to go. So sometimes these things do come down to the last second, unfortunately. And I was like up on the fence. And I'm just like, a, I was just a journalist, like the fighters. I can't even imagine how stressful that is. Not knowing, you know, if your fight's going to happen, but yeah, I'm nervous. Unfortunately guys. So it's really crappy. All right. Um, anyways, Marshall, let's go to the next fight. Cause I want to keep going on these fights guys. We still have 12 fights left. All right. Trevin Jones, Ronnie Lawrence. This is a good fight too. No, we said it wasn't a great card, but they actually are starting it off with like two really good fights. And right now we got Ronnie Lawrence minus one hundred and fifty, Trevor Jones plus one hundred and thirty. Your thoughts, man?
1: Yeah, man, I'm actually kind of upset that Ronnie Lawrence is the favorite here because I wanted to, uh, I want to pick him and I want to pick him as an underdog. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Ronnie Lawrence, he looked good so far, man. In the UFC, look very solid in the contender series against that fight against Joseph Johnson. Um, and sorry, man, my, my, my fan is like really annoying. Um I think he looked great against Vince Casero, got the late finish. I think that was the only finish on that card. Was really I don't know which card it was anymore, but it was not not the best five card of the of the year. Uh, definitely not. He was probably, probably, I think he was the only finish on that card. Um Now fighting Traven Jones, it's actually, uh, Jones is a late replacement for John Castaneda. Uh, Jones was actually supposed to fight uh, this weekend or uh, last weekend against Tony Kelly. So um, he's stepping in now to fight Ronnie Lawrence. The thing is, I think stylistically, I think Jones got the knockout power. We saw that, you know, in in this fight so far, but stylistically it's a bad matchup I think for him. I think Ronnie Lawrence will probably take him down and uh, trying to grind him out or either finish him with punches you know that's what i expect uh can he knock ronnie lawrence out yeah that's a possibility for sure should you should you bet him maybe you know but um i'm going with ronnie lawrence i think lawrence wins the decision here i love both guys man i'm
0: really high on both guys i hate when this happens like when two guys i love betting on fight each other like i bet on both of them in the last fights um these guys are both impressive man you, you, you guys have seen them fight ronnie lawrence like you talk about like a guy who's a stud wrestler. I mean, he's right there. Like he had 12 takedowns in his contender series so fight, and then he had eight more in his UFC debut against Kashera. Now, the competition wasn't the greatest. That's what I'll say. But he's been destroying these guys. I've been impressed with him, man. I mean, the wrestling is there, the cardio is there, the outputs there, everything's there. I mean, the guy is very impressive. But the one thing I did notice is he does leave a lot of holes in the feet, man. Trevor Jones is a is a big puncher, guys. You know my end too. And Trevor Jones is a very good wrestler too. Um he's very good defensively wrestling that uh take down, stopping takedowns. There was one fight against Otsuke that he did get taken out early, but eventually it wore him out and and uh once the guy gassed, he choked him out. This dude for as much muscle as he carries, he doesn't really gas. He's got a good gas tank. I think he's the better striker in this fight by far. And I think that you know he can keep it upright for a lot of the time too. So while I do expect Lawrence to get some takedowns, I, I think uh, Jones is gonna make it tough on him and bounce back up a lot and land the harder strikes and, and win this fight. So I'm taking the underdog in this one, man, I'm taking Trevin Jones, man. I'm going to go with him again. Um, I love this guy, man. He keeps, he's an underdog again, Marcel. So i got to take another shot in this dude. Or oh, they said, he was looking forward to Dawkins and Shamil. So was I, man. I, mean, I did all the tape study 34. I was looking forward to talking about with you guys. It sucks. And I, I think they're going to be scheduled, we'll see Lawrence's chin is sky high. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. That's what I saw too, man. He's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just when, when, when you're getting to this level of sport, these guys are such good prospects. You have to look for the little things that, are the differences. And to me, I just think that, um, Jones has really good, uh, wrestling and I think it's underrated and I think it's going to be okay in this fight. I know Ronnie Lawrence is a good wrestler too. Don't get me wrong, but I think Jones is going to be able to surprise some people and he's a black belt in Jitsu too guys. Like he's not a scrub on the ground. He's really good in the ground. He's physically strong. He trains in Vegas. He's I think he's going to be good to go in this fight. I'm going to take a shot on the dog in this one. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. We have, sorry too far back All right, we've got Ashley Yoder and Jin Frey. Now I'm I'm not going to lie. This is not the most exciting fight. So if we can get through this one quick, I'm fine with that. You got Ashley Yoder minus, uh, 135 plus 115 for Jin Frey. What are your thoughts on this one,
1: man? um i would say pretty evenly matched but uh, i think Ashley yoder is stronger than jinju Frey. i think jinju Frey isn't i really like her but i don't think she's made for strawweight to be really honest you know and i think um yoder will be the stronger here it's a pretty even fight to me i think both girls are not are not really close to any top 15 fight or whatever you know i think yoder yoder is pretty much the girl who is always uh, knocking on the door of the top 15, but when she gets a higher-ranked opponent, she, she loses a split or unanimous decision. You know, and uh, I, I feel like Jinju uh, Frey is is like maybe top 20, that under the top 20, top 20 there. You know, and I think Yoda should be able to 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 uh, to hold her down, maybe to the ground. So I go with the Yoda decision here. I'm honestly not too high on either girl. You know, I, I'm not saying yeah. they're, they're terrible, but they're like, they're the UFC
0: caliber. I would assume the loser gets cut. That's what I'm guessing. Um, you know, Yoder's three and six in the UFC. That's a, just a bad record. Now to be fair to her, she's fought some good competition. She's been competitive. She's, she's very durable. As we've seen, um, pretty good grappling. The striking's just not very good at all though. And you know, she's not young. She's 33, but she does look like she's in great shape for this fight. And she did a little better. I would say against Hill than I thought, um, and hung in there a little bit Frey. You know, she surprised me against DePaul. We'll talk about her a little bit later. But the fights with Lubumi and Hanson, he didn't look too great in those fights. I went back to watch her Invicta fights. The fight with Hamasaki, she got completely grinded out. I think that, I think here in this fight, I think that uh, you're 100% right, Marcel. just the size and strength of Yoder. She is taller. She is longer. She is stronger. Um, she's more experienced in the UFC. I want to go with Ashley Yoder by decision, but like, <laughs> I have no interest in betting. I, I have no interest in putting my money on this fight. You know what I mean, Marcel? And, Honestly, yeah, like yeah, I think it's sure the- a pretty, I think it's going to be a boring fight guys. I hate to say it, but I just see a three round decision. What's the over two and a half in on this one. Cause I, I'm, I'm almost positive it goes to the decision Minus three sixty five. Yeah. I mean, maybe Yoder can sub maybe Yoder can sub Frey because Frey does have some submission defense issues, but I think most likely Marcel's going to be a competitive fight. That's going to go to the cards. Let me go to this comments. Mm-hmm. Jack says some fortunate this card. Yeah, I agree with that. The Bellator uh, event is pretty good too. Well, I'm going to talk about it on Thursday with uh, AJ Shulo. Love your background. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate it, man. Eaten cats asking about Walt Harris. Yeah, he's fighting Ty too based. It. That got booked today. I mean, we don't really have time to talk about it, but I, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised that I'm surprised you got ty I thought they were gonna give him someone like or ranked. Frey Yoder's Marcel's bathroom fight. Well, I mean, you're gonna have 50, actually, you'll have 18 minutes, right? Or 17 minutes, I guess. 15, you're gonna have the three five-minute rounds and the two minute minute breaks. So that's enough time to do your business, I think, right, Marcel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, you know what? It's just it is what it is. I mean, They, they have to get these girls fights and it's just, it's not an appealing match from a
1: stylistic point of view, in my opinion. Um, the next thing, by the way, I have have no issue with either one. I I really like both girls. Yeah. I don't think they're bad. I don't think
0: they're like awful, like terrible people or fighters by any means. Yeah, absolutely. Realistically, this fight looks like it's going to be boring. I mean, that's just the honest Mm -hmm. fact. It just looks to me after watching them fight and we've seen them fight guys. They're, they're both grinders. It's going to be a grindy type fight. Um, Danny Chavez gets Kaikamaka three Kaikamaka three, Marcel took it on short notice. And this fight is close, man. It's a pick pick 'em. basically. The sports books look like Kai is a slight favorite, minus 115 and minus 105. So very, very close odds here, guys. Give me your thoughts on this one, man.
1: Yeah, uh, both guys have a win against TJ Brown. I don't care what the judges say. Kai Kamaka won that fight. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I mean... I looked good in Bellator, you know, and then I don't know where I was actually surprised Bellator didn't sign him, you know, he went to LFA and then got signed by the UFC. Look amazing, I think, in the fight against Tony Kelly. Kelly looked not that bad himself, was a fight of the night performance from both in, the, in their debut and um, the first fight of the night of that card, which is impressive, you know. After that, he lost to Jonathan Pierce, which I didn't expect, to be honest, and uh, then he lost officially to TJ Brown. Every media member on MMA, MMA Decisions had that one for, for Kai Kamaka. As someone who uh, had, had a pick
0: on Kaikamaka, that one hurt too. That was like the Maverick one because everyone thought that he won the fight. It is what it yeah. is, though. You know, it was, it was competitive. Go ahead.
1: Sorry, man. No problem. Uh, so uh, if you look at Danny Chavez, man, he looked he look good against TJ Brown, man. His debut, yeah. I think. He looked pretty solid. And I was kind of sure that he was going to do the same thing to Jared Gordon, but he didn't look good in that fight at all. And uh, the, I kind of... Got, got trust issues now with, with with uh with danny chavez to be honest what's supposed to fight duhu choi gets kai kamaka now and i still think kai kamaka has some has some uh, uh good upside in this division man I, I feel like kamaka can win this fight um i would go with a decision for kai kamaka yeah no
0: i i i think he i think he's can do it too i mean it is short notice that's the only thing i'm concerned about because he took that jsp fight last year in short notice and gassed out so bad in that fight that's the only thing i'm worried about but he looked like he had a much improved gas tank in the last fight. The guy has been training hard in Vegas. He looks like he's good to go. I, I'm the same with you. I thought Chavez would beat Gordon. I remember betting on him and just being really disappointed in the takedown defense. And it was shocking because against Brown, he showed good wrestling. It just, it wasn't there against Gordon. If Kamaka, I think pushes the pace, goes for wrestling, which he does in his fights, I think, you know, the striking, I mean, it's going to be pretty competitive. I think Chavez probably the kicks are a little better, but Kamaka, the, the hands are better, but I think Kamaka he's just a lot younger. Marcel, he's eight years younger. He's like the longer guy too. I think, I think there's a little bit more upside here with Kai Kamaka. So I'm going to go with Kai Kamaka too, but the short notice is the one thing that does give me a little bit of uh pause, just because again, we saw him fight JSP last year, he gassed out and that guy, JSP is not that good. Honestly, Chavez low would be interesting. If Kai pushed the pace. That's what I think is going to happen. Cause again, Chavez, he does have those nasty like calf kicks, but you haven't seen them that much. And, and to be honest with you, like it's, there's not a lot of footage on him. There's a few fights, but not a ton. It's just hard to get a great read on him, but against Gordon, I'm with you, Marcel, when, it, when that kind of fight happens, you just really disappoint me. I just, I can't pick the guy and back him. All right, how about this one? Chris Grutzmacher taking on uh, Rafa Garcia. And Garcia is one of the biggest favorites in the card room, Marcel. Minus 270, plus 230 for Grits. What do you think is gonna happen here?
1: Yeah, Chris, please don't tag me on, photo tag me on Instagram, Gritzmacher. Um, he's back. Uh, two wins in the UFC so far against Abner Loveras in the final finale like uh, six years ago and against Joe Lowe's on three years ago. Um, I still don't know what to think about the dude. You know what I mean? I, he is like the, that kind of odd fighter in the vision that they that they pull out sometimes to fight somebody, you know, and... I still don't know what to think about him. He, sometimes he looks w- well, but uh, most of his fights, I'm not really that impressed. If you look at Rafa Garcia, I saw many fights of him in combate, he's a good fighter. He's like uh, he's like a Mexican zombie sometimes. You know, he just walks forward, uh, uh t- take some damage, but he looks good in most of the fights He debuted against Nasrat Akbaraz, I think that was on short notice. Uh, he lost, but he, he I mean. It's tough to against Nasrul Hakimras. Man, he's likely one of the most bright prospects in the UFC. Although I know he lost to Dover, but still, I think he's one of the brightest prospects. Um, for me, I would go with Garcia here. I, I don't see why why I would pick marker right now. I, he is kind of the guy i probably always fade and not because i think he's bad but i just don't i just don't i just don't favor him against many opponents you know what i mean so i think garcia takes this and i think garcia probably stops him fire uh let's go with a tko ground and pound in the, in the second round jose's asking if chavez was the guy
0: to stabbed his sister no that's Irwin rivera i don't know if he's on the law lo- is he still on the roster or they cut him no i think they cut him they yeah. released him right that guy's got some mental issues he's got to take care of himself um I like Garcia a lot in this fight, guys. I think he's gonna dominate this fight. This guy's really good, man. Super tough. Walks forward, throws bombs. Good ground game, too. That's the th- thing I didn't know. I'm like, how's his wrestling? Watch his fights in Kabachi. Good wrestling. Underrated wrestling. Um, and he's fought he's fought good competition too, Marcel. He has a win over yeah. Humberto Badone, he has a win over Esteban Pai, and those are UFC veterans. Um, LaRue Burley was in Bellator, Chase Gibson was a contender series guy. Like, these are not bad names on his resume. He actually has an underrated resume and, that's what happened for us. you, if you had a full camp, I think he might've won that fight. Honestly, he did really well in that fight on short notice. So I'm very high on this guy. Um, Gritzmacher, I just, you know, this guy I've never been high on. He looked amazing against Joe Lozon. I still don't know how good, I, I don't understand how he looks so good in that fight. Other than that, he's looked pretty bad in his fights. He gets hit a lot. His chin's not very good. His takedown defense isn't very good. Um, he does train the American top team. So he's had a good camp, but. You know the one thing I look at in this fight, nine-year age gap. That's a big age gap. I'm going with Garcia. I like him a lot, guys. Question is, is he knock him out or is he win a decision? What do you think, Marcel? You get you said it's TKO, right? Yeah, TKO second
1: round. Yeah, yeah. A I'm he time. a finish
0: too. Yeah, I think Garcia might finish this guy. I really like him here, guys. I think he's. um, I'm pretty confident he wins this fight. I like him a lot, man. I, I think this guy's a solid young fighter, and I think he'll improve a lot too. There's a lot of these guys that come into combat. You, they're underrated, Marcel. You know, people I think just don't give that promotion enough respect. I saw. I saw some people talking about Kabachi on Twitter today and just kind of disrespectful towards the promotion. I understand that they don't really like Campbell that much, the uh, promoter, but the fighters themselves, my, Marcel, there's been some good fighters that have come out of Kabachi. Daniel I Rodriguez, um, who else might think thinking? Uh, Marcelo Rojo, lots of guys, right? John Castaneda. There's a lot of good guys from that promotion. Rafael, yeah. via durability and pressure. I agree. Walks forward, probably finished. Grutzmacher, maybe just like uh, Alex uh, Hernandez did, you know, just completely just destroyed him in the first round. All right. I am looking forward to talking about this fight because to me, this fight should be on the main card, probably opening the card because I love this fight, Marcel, Colin Anglin and Melsic Bagdasarian. Uh, It's a tough name, but Okay, I tried it. I only hear you pronounce it in a second here, but Marcel, this fight is amazing. I love this fight, guys. It's a great fight between two really good prospects. I watched a lot of tape on both these guys today and I'm very high on both guys. So I'm looking forward to seeing your thoughts on this one, man.
1: We got Melsic minus 140, Colin Anglin 120. What's your thoughts, man? It's actually funny because I did a podcast in Dutch earlier today and they they asked me what fight I should watch out for on the prelims. And I said Colin Anglin against Melsic. Oh, great, man. Great
0: minds think alike, Marcel. This is an awesome fight, guys. Seriously, watch this one. Go ahead, Marcel.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love this fight, man. I mean, uh, if you saw Colin Anglin and the Contender Series, one of the best fights against Mohammed John Naimov, I think, uh, last year. Uh, he got the contract um th- this was in my opinion a fight where the ufc could bo- offer both guys a contract that's how good i think that fight was uh anglin uh, was supposed to make his debut in fe- february against sunwood choy he pulled out now he's making his debut against Melsik bagdasarian i mean uh he fought uh, in, in the regional scene and guy has power man he, he knocks people out he looks very good in what he does um now fighting Melsik bagdasarian uh bagdasarian i've heard about him for a long time, because um, uh, for example, you, you know him as well, Gabe Killian. Uh, he, he said to me, "Yeah, he said to me, he's really good, you know." And I back, "I could find and dude has sick power, uh, come forward, uh, looks very good, you know. Uh, his, his striking is just very good. I also think he he want a he won some uh, K K one or Muay Thai tournament before he went to to MMA." Uh, he he, had, he actually had his the MMA debut in 2014, he went he went away from MMA, that kickboxing and, and, and Muay Thai came back to MMA in 2019, got four finishes in a row, came to the contender series for Dennis Buzukia, and was a great fight, but he gassed in the third round, I think, so there was some, some uh, how do you say that, some uh, cardio issues there. But but still he edged out the fight against a tough and a super tough guy, man. Buzokia is a great great fighter as well, I think, uh in the regional scene for Ring of Combat. So um this is a super fun fight, I think. This will be fireworks. I I, I expect both guys have power. I think Melsic is a little bit more technical, so I'm going with Melsic. But I expect the finish either way. I think there will be a knockout either way. I'm going with Melsic in the first round. But don't be surprised if Anglin puts him away, because it can go either way. Yeah, I, I love this fight. Seriously guys, this should be opening the main
0: card. Cause I think both guys have a bright future in the sport. So I'll start with Melsic. I mean, the guy's a good striker. There's no doubt about it. And he's a trendy pick, right? Cause the line flipped. Anglin opened as the, as the favorite in the line flip. And now Melsic is, and I can see why. I mean, the guy has got a lot of power. Um, if you look at his regional team fight, he just knocked guys out with like a couple shots, but the guys he fought were not very good to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. against Bizukiya you know, he did well. I mean, he won the fight, but Marcel, he did gas out and he couldn't finish a guy like that. And that guy's not great either. So that does concern me, man. It really does concern me that fight. Um, I got to talk about Anglin here. So my initial thoughts were that I was going to really like Nelson just because I'm like, damn, this guy's striking is good. And again, you can watch his fights on YouTube and in, uh, in kickboxing and stuff too. The guy's very technical on the feet. I agree completely Marcel. but Colin Anglin really surprised me, man. When I watched him, I really liked this guy's game. He's to me, the more well-rounded MMA fighter, and this is not kickboxing. It's MMA. That's why I'm going to pick Colin Englund as an underdog. I think he can win this fight guys. think he can out tough this dude. Melsick. He can take shots. He's never been knocked out. He's a very tough young guy. Uh, he trains at a good camp. He's training in Denver, Colorado. Um, at, I think he's a factory X with those guys. So he's at a good camp. And I mean, the guy to me, he was very impressive on the regional scene. He's fought oh, not great competition either, but you no, know, he looked good. He's been in LFA and, and he's fought for some contender series. Obviously I, I, I just like the guy more than I thought watching his fights because i didn't remember the fight from last year so i watched it against A Marcel. then i went and on um fight pass all the like there's like four or five of his fights you guys can watch them too you guys tell me what you think of him i think he looks great i like this kid i'm gonna take the all upside right. here marcel call an england give me him third round tko there we go late yeah. tko because I, I think this fight ends inside the distance too yeah
1: I, I actually i actually love that we both love the side and that we both picked a, a different opponent yeah. so that, that's amazing <laughs> it's close like don't get me wrong i'm not like yeah I'm not like, yeah, run to the window
0: and, and throw money on the dog. Just because he's a dog doesn't mean I'm like super, super, super confident. But I lean towards Hangler a little bit. I think that it's MMA, it's not kickboxing. I think he's the better wrestling. And the guy is super durable. So I think he, if he survives the first round, he'll win the fight. That's my prediction, Marcel. I think that's a good prediction. All right, next fight here, we got Nico Montano and Yan and Wu. Um, it's at 135, right, Marcel? Is that correct? Yeah, it's 135. Yeah. All right. So we got Montano minus 240, Yanning Wu plus 200. you think that's that's fair, Montano being such a big favorite? Do you think the odds are a little bit off?
1: I'm absolutely not a, uh, 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 how do you say that? A uh, uh, Yanning Wu fan or whatever. So yeah, I think it is, it's okay. So, mm-hmm. I mean, give me, break down the fight. Give me your thoughts. Yeah. No, no disrespect to Yan Wu Yanan, by the way, but I don't think she's that great. You know what I mean? Um, we, we saw her four times on the USC. She loses to Gina Mazani, Mizuki Inoue, and to J- Jocelyn Edwards. And those were, the, the one was a split, should have been unanimous to me. I think those were clear losses, you know? She only won against Laura Murphy, uh, 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 M- Mueller, Mueller, sorry. Mueller, yeah. That, that arm bar in the in the first round in china which was also really weird to me because she's a white belt and she's she's a little, she a little Lauren Mueller there so uh yeah that's good on her but she hasn't impressed me at all besides that armbar you know uh, if you look at nico montano i know people all shedding over montano the whole damn time you know because she pulls out all the time at the same time she has wins over roxanne mother Ferry. she got wins in the ultimate fight over Bob Hamchak, Montana De La Rosa, and Lauren Murphy. Uh, sh- she has a loss to Juliana Pena in a most recent fight in 2019 the UFC, UFC. But that wasn't like uh, a super uh, decisive decision loss. You know, she just lost two to one, I think, two rounds to one. Um, yeah, what can you say about this fight? Every not win for Nico will probably boot her out of, out of the UFC, I think, you know? And this is a, fi- a fight for her. She, should win and she's gonna win. I think I'm definitely taking Nico here. I think she wins a unanimous decision and uh, I don't expect a very, really great fight, but I definitely think Nico will win this fight.
0: Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to it either. I mean, she, she's favored for a reason. The wrestling obviously is way better. I mean, I think that'll be the difference. I just see her being able to take Wu down and controlling the fight. She should be able to control where the fight goes, but. Having said that, I do think Montana is a little bit overrated guys. I mean, her record's not good. It's four and three. I know she looked great on tough, but that was four years ago. She's barely fought the last few years. She barely fights anymore. Um, and again, her record's not great. You know, I watched the fight with Julia V. I'd never seen it. I just watched it a couple days ago. Like she got out, struck pretty bad in that fight and, and cause she couldn't get the takedowns either and against Julia Payne and she gassed out really bad in that fight too. I I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think she's like complete lock. I mean, Lou is a lot younger, 25 years old, seven years younger and you know, against Edwards, I mean, I had Edwards as an—I think she was the underdog in that fight. I remember picking her and bending on her. But Wu is—he's not. I don't think she's terrible, Marcel Like I think she's got some potential, but I still can't pick her because I just think she's going to get taken down, held down, basically. I just—I just have some reservations about Nico Montano. That's basically what it is. Go ahead.
1: She has Wu has one win over or or one solid win. On paper, over a, a, a winnable a fighter with a winnable, winnable record, I'm not counting the one and zero Bo Meng. It's Lauren, Lauren Mueller, you know. The others uh, are all zero and two, zero and yeah. three, zero and five. I mean, I mean to be fair, uh,
0: Nico Montano has one win in, as a professional against Roxanne uh, over a 500 fighter. That's the other girls are one and zero Dobson and Milonowski. True. I'm just saying, like you yeah, know, I like Mont I mean, she looked good in the show. She won those fights in the show, mm. and I was very high on her myself. But she's barely fought. She's fought. Since way sure. of the way show she's fought once she hasn't fought in two years. You know, she got, she got, I remember she fought on the same car. My sister got married in. That was two. That was a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like I remember being at her yeah. wedding. That was two years ago. That was the same night that Jermaine knocked out, uh, Ashley or, um, Aspen wide. So that's that was a yeah. long time ago guys. I mean, that's to me, that's a long layoff and two year layoff is just, I don't have a lot of interest in betting on this fight, but I know Borrigan likes Monteiro and Garcia. I like Garcia. I feel better about him, but you know what? She should win. With the wrestling, so I'm I'm not saying don't bet on her. I think she'll win the fight. But just that I, I think there's some better spots in this
1: card personally. Nico by submission. You think she finishes, Marcelo or you think she wins the decision? What do you think? Ah uh, decision, man. I think it would won't be a great fight. I just think Nico is a better fighter than you're And she will probably get a decision win. But this man, I mean, yeah. So Wu's never been submitted. I mean, there's always a first time for everything. It's
0: MMA. She has been stopped the ground upon by Yana. Um nico's all of her wins are by decision except uh, she does have a couple tkos early in her career maybe it could be grounded pound i guess i could see that i think ground pound's more likely than a sub personally i never i can't remember if nico went for subs against roxanne right now I and mean, she might have i can't remember yeah we know cole it sucks we know it's the guy told us at the beginning of the podcast man
1: so by the way i just i just got a message somebody says that uh ronnie yaya against kyungo kang is uh, bumped up to the co-main event I thought you were going to say he was cut off the card. I was going to freak out because I- no, 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 bump <laughs> up to Coleman. And by the way, maybe it's better to not bump some uh, anything up to the co-main event right now because that Komen event is cursed, man. That's fun I know, I know, <laughs> I know. no it
0: sucks. Um. All right, let's go to the next one here. Brian, uh, Brian yeah. Barbarina against Jason Witt. So, give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Right now, we got Brian Barbarina. He's one of the bigger favorites, minus two sixty. Jason Witt. Plus 220. Who do you like in this one? And Cole, no worries, man. Cole sent me a DM and just got in here. He thought he was breaking all the news. We had it half an hour ago, Cole. We had one. Who was the guy that I got to give the guy some credit here? SC broke the news. So he actually had it before Marcel, too. So he was the guy who had the news. Anyways,
1: Marcel, Brian Barberina. give me your thoughts. Yeah, man, you know I love Brian Barberina. dude comes to fight, you know, it's not always uh, uh, that, that technical what he does, but he comes to fight, he comes forward, uh, he comes to scrap, and we saw that uh, maybe his best fight in the UFC might be his fight against Vicente Luque, man, where he looked amazing, I think, took a lot of damage, but honestly would have won the fight if that fight went six, six uh, seconds longer than, than it went. Then, then when it stopped, you know. Yeah, but you know, um, I watched it again yesterday.
0: He was knocked out; like he was actually knocked out. and It was a great yeah, stoppage yeah. for sure. Was. But I, I'm watching it. And I'm like, I remember that fight. Like, I think I bet on Luke, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to lose this bet. And then he knocks him out. I was like, yes.
1: So I remember exactly what you're talking about. Please go ahead, man. For me, it was the other way around. I picked Barbarina, and that one as as a as a dog, you know. And uh, I was like, oh, he's going to pull it up And then Luke stopped him. It was an amazing fight, by the way. Absolutely oh, amazing yes. fight. Uh, after that, he lost to Randy Brown, and he didn't look like himself in that fight, in my opinion, man. Randy Brown looked amazing in that fight. Barbarina couldn't get it, get it going, um, lost the fight. Then he won against Anthony Ivey, a fight he should he should win, I think, he did. Uh, was supposed to fight Daniel Rodriguez, had to pull out with a life-threatening uh, something. I don't know exactly what he had, but he had to have speed, uh, speed surgery for it. Uh, he, reco- he recovered, and now he's fighting Jason Witt. We look at Jason Witt in the UFC, I'm far from impressed, to be really honest, man. Uh, he got stopped very quick, quickly by Takashi Sato in the short-notice fight. He won against Cole Williams, but everybody's winning against Cole Williams in the UFC. And then he, he lost to Matt Sammelsberger within 17 seconds of fight you called, I think. So, um, yeah, man, I, I expect Brian Barberina to, to win this fight, man. He, even as Barberina hasn't maybe looked as the Barberina like we knew from two or three years ago, he should win this fight. I think he will probably knock out uh, Jason Wood in the second round. That's I, mean, I, I mean, I like
0: Barbarino too, man. The only thing that gives me pause is that illness he had last year We had, like, the artery rupture. He hasn't yeah. fought in a year. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I am, I, I, do think he's on a decline. I will say that. I do think he's on a decline. The Randy Brown fight he did not look like himself. Marcel took a lot of damage in that fight. But against Anthony Ivey, yeah. you know, he bounced back. And he stuffed he stopped a lot of takedowns in that fight. I want to say it was 5 for 24 or something. They was looking at the numbers yesterday. It was crazy. Like, he stuffed a ton of takedowns. Um, so I, sorry, I meant to say Ozzy was five to 24. It was crazy, which seems like a lot of takedowns. But when he, when he stuffed 19 takedowns as well, I mean, that's pretty good takedown defense. Um, I, I just think Barber is way more tested, obviously in the UFC he's super durable and that's what sort it of comes down to the durability. I think Jason Witt is one of these guys that can beat up scrubs in the regional scene because he has a good ground game, good wrestling. And at the, at the lower le- level of MMA, if you have good wrestling and a good grounded and pound and submission game, you can take guys down and control them and beat them up to the finish so them and look good. Then you get to the UFC and if you don't have that secondary weapon in this case striking, which he does not have, you're screwed. And I think we've seen that against Sato and against uh, Semelsberger that anytime this guy's on the feet, he's at risk of being KO'd. I think he gets knocked out here, Marcel. Honestly, I think Barbarina finishes him. Uh, I like Barbarina a lot guys. I'm pretty confident he wins this fight. So give me Brian Barbarina, bam, bam, my knockout. He's got pretty good wrestling. He should be able to keep this fight standing. And yeah, I mean, uh, I, I see him probably just catching with chin. What do you think? First round, Marcel, second round. What are you thinking?
1: I had a second round to KO. Yeah.
0: When, when yeah, I know. I just think he's got a bad chain, honestly. I, I think he's a skilled guy with, with the with the grappling. Obviously, we saw against Cole Williams, but at the same time, Cole, uh uh, Marcel, beating Cole Williams that doesn't really mean much, let's be honest. That's like beating Cole Shelton. I mean, what does it mean, really? Right? It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sacrificial lamb, this feels like Bellator match. matchmaking. I, I actually agree with that guy. I almost feel like the UFC match raters are kind of taking pity on Brian because of that serious health issue he had. And they're like, "Let's we'll just see if he has anything left in the tank. Cause he should beat this guy if,
1: he, if he's healthy at all. So I'm
0: pretty sure he knocks, knocks this guy
1: um, uh, out. Brian, Brian told me like, I accept every fight and it's the first fight I got offered. So I accepted it. So yeah,
0: I, I mean, he's got, a, he's, he hasn't fought in a year either. He's got to get back yeah. in the cage. All right. Another, uh, we've well, we got Brian, it's not Ryan, but Ryan Benoit against Uruk, a dash up now. I think we broke down this card. Uh, I want to say you broke down this fight. Like in May, uh, yeah. I, I think we did break it down. And what happened was Ben, Ben White had like a, like a bad weight cut and he fainted, I think on mm. the scale or something. And they, he didn't make weight. Um, and they canceled the fight. So thankfully they did reschedule. These guys, I mean, they have been, they've been trained for each other for like the past six months, Marcel. So <laughs> you would hope that they're going to know everything about each other in this fight. Give me your thoughts on this one, man. You got Ryan Benoit babyface. face. He's, um, what is he right now, Ryan Benoit? Can't even find his odds here. Uh, sorry guys, my my eyes are. Where is this? Oh, oh okay, because i on best fight odds, his last name is something else. They screw up the last name. you guys see what I'm talking about? All right, Ryan Benoit minus 135, Zeruka Dash at plus 115. They gotta fix that because that, that doesn't make sense if you see it. Give me your thoughts what does on this. Say? It says go to it, go to best fight odds and look for Ryan Benoit. It's the last name is messed up. It's something like. So whoever it's that just some sure. bad uh, HTML or something, some code is wrong. Well. Chris said, just finishing Leslie's pod, catching up on today's love. How fired up you guys were talking about Maravric, absolutely. says there's too good about that wine. I know what you're saying. You see what I'm saying, Marcel? The name it's kind of weird, right? I'm looking right now. For That's us. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's uh, so hard to <laughs> but, but no, it's rough name. <laughs> it's so weird. They screwed it up. And also, best mm. finals yesterday for Islam Mamadov, they called him Islam yeah. Makachev, and it said Islam Makachev was is fighting Brent Primus. So I was like. Wait, is there another islam <laughs> <incident> package? <laughs> and then they fixed it, they corrected it. Well, I was so confused. It's like they can get the yeah. opponent, not Docus. I like, know that sucks. Anyways, give me your thoughts. Benoit Adishiv, Benoit's small favorite. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, Ryan Benoit, you, you know, dude just rubs me the wrong way all the time, but he, he's an okay fighter, you know. uh Last two fights, he lost a split decision to Alatang and he lost a unanimous decision to Elliott in a fight. He, could have got the win to win as well because that was a really close fight against Eldiad, I think. Before that he he um, had kicked Ashka Mactarian into oblivion in two thousand seventeen, long time ago. The thing why he he rocks me the wrong wrong way is like the the fights with Sergio Pettis where he kicked him after the win and uh, the Freddie Serrano where he also did some really nasty shit in the fight. But um yeah, he's on a, he's on a two fight losing streak right now uh fighting Zaruk adeshev who's also on a two fight losing skip i should say not streak um losing to tyson M, knockout very quickly and the loss to smooth in the third round to look kind of better than the first two i think but still i don't know man adeshev is three and three in his career this is a uh, loser goes loser goes home pretty much this fight, man i mean i have nothing against adeshev and i'm not high on benoit at all but i'm just not gonna pick out to seven this one, man. I, I don't see it. I think Benoit has much more, uh, how do you say that, much more experience, you know, has fought better fighters, has also looked better against those fighters. For example, Tim Elliott tried the last one, could have gone his way easily. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking Ryan Benoit here. I think it will be a decision, but uh, Benoit for me here.
0: I don't think this fight should be on the main card. I think this is a prelim through and through. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just very surprised that this is on the main card. But something like, for instance, Ronnie Lawrence and Trevin Jones, two great prospects at 135. That could easily yeah. be on the main card, but anyways, card placement is arbitrary. Um, can't control that. My thoughts on this one, I mean, it's I feel I, I was thinking like, do I? Do my thoughts change at all in the fight now that Benoit had that horrible weight cut and it looked sick as hell on the scale? I, not really. I mean, I think that was kind of a fluky thing. He's never really missed weight before. Obviously, he's not a small dude. Um, he's got some muscle and stuff. I just think you're right, Marcel. The experience in the UFC, and I thought he did beat Tim Elliot. Tim Elliot, not that it's saying much, but. You know, the guy's been competitive in most of his fights, even his losses. Yeah, like that's the Brandon Moreno fight, for instance, he lost that fight, but he knocked down Brandon Moreno and almost won the fight. It was a split decision. That looks a lot better mm-hmm. now, right? I remember the fight with Sergio Pettis knocked him out, and that he looked amazing in that fight. And for a guy at 125 pounds, he has a lot of finishing ability, Marcel. So like he has huge power. Adashev, I, I mean, I haven't been impressed. I mean, who has been? I mean, the guys look pretty bad in the UFC and. You know, the striking defense to me is a concern. He threw that lazy leg kick out against that Tyson Nam and left his guard down and Tyson Nam just countered him and, and put him out with one punch. I, I think the same thing could happen here. Benoit could knock him out. Benoit has power. And I think this guy could make a mistake and circle into his power. But if not, I think he probably wins the decision. I'm not like, I, again, it's, it's, it's not a super confident pick because Benoit's a hard guy to bet on because he's always in these really, really close fights, but I just think the experience. I think it's overall MMA games a little better, and that's why I would lean towards him. Jose's pissed that Dawkins didn't get a fight, so am I, Jose? I think it's dumb. Any update on Mirbek Is he he's back in the UFC or no? Is he on the?
1: Yeah, he, he has an American visa now, but I don't know if he can if he's back. I have no idea.
0: All right, we got three fights left, and uh, you said Kang and Yaya's co-main, so we'll do Gloria DePaula, Shay and Bays. I mean, why is this fight in the main card either? It's weird how this is on tell the main card, but who tell beat, you why. Beat the pause in the prelims. Why? How come?
1: Because Dana White lost Sheam Boyce. He yeah, said it, it so like many it. times. Seems yeah, like and Gloria de Paula is, let's say, easy on the eye. So why wouldn't they put him on, on the true. main current? That's true. Okay, so we got
0: minus 160 for Sheam Bays and, and plus 140 for Gloria paul So give me your thoughts on this one, man. Who do you think wins? <laughs>
1: Oh, man, this is pretty fight to me, man. You know, if you saw Gloria De Paula in her debut in the UFC, she looked good in the contender Series. But I mean, the, the debut in the UFC, uh, she couldn't stop the takedown. You know, she couldn't stop the takedown. And she was pretty much lost when Jinju Frey uh, kept it to the ground. And we look at Cheyenne Bus, Buzz. Uh, she looked good in the contender Series, same way. And then she fought Montserrat Ruiz. And she got in that hat lock and she couldn't come out. So for both girls, probably the best to keep the fight standing. Um, yeah. For me fifty fifty. If I if I'm going with my gut pick, I think Gloria De Paula likely will win a decision. But man, I I I I, I hear some split decisions screaming around me here, you know? So um, it's just in the air. Split decision likely I'm going with the Gloria De Paula. I don't have anything much more to add, to be honest. All right, so I think this it's
0: gonna be a competitive fight for sure. So yeah. Um, I mean, both girls really disappointed me in their last fights. I thought they were both going to win, especially the Paula. I thought she was going to be free. And that was disappointing to me because I, I think that she does have some potential with the Muay Thai, and the striking It's very good. Great clinch work, but she's way too, um, willing to go on her back on the ground and stay on her back. And I, I hate that at this level of sport. It's like, I really truly hope and, and her girlfriend's the same way. My, my brain was silver. They're both the same way. They're okay with going on their back and fighting off their back. You can't do that at UFC level it, it just doesn't work you could be doing more the judges very rarely will score the fight to you so to me that's an issue yeah. with the but the strikings still pretty good. My thing is Cheyenne Bayes looked so bad against right? Reese how the hell is she a favorite here I just think it's wrong I, I don't think she should be a bit, minus 170 minus 160 I see minus 190 out there. how she was in a headlock for 50 minutes in her last fight Marcel she didn't look yeah. like she should be in the UFC at all. I'm taking the dog. I'll take the dog in this one too, man. I'm with you on this one. I like uh, DePaul a little bit more. I'm not saying I love her in this fight because the takedown defense worries the hell out of me, but is not an amazing wrestler. She's an okay wrestler, not amazing, but I, I can't take her after that last performance. It was so bad, Marcel, that I cannot bet on her or pick her against anyone. I, feel, I, mean, I, feel,
1: I can't. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. How okay, is she I don't five? get
0: it. Someone no. explain that to me. How is she minus, one, one, minus 190 out there? That is crazy. Marcel, explain Should it, to it be- me. Yeah, it should have been a pick him in my opinion. Pick him fight, though. I agree. So their values yeah. on the dog, I'm with you completely. If freaking out wrestler, I buys can, maybe. I mean, buy, dude, she couldn't get out of a headlock. That's so embarrassing. Like at this level of the sport, that was like a schoolyard fight, guys. That was like two people fighting it on the playground, at school. Uh, I know their husband got knocked out a few fights before, and mentally she might not have been there for that fight. That's fair, but you know they're both coming off disappointing fights. But I'm more willing to the bet that the Paula bounces back because. I think she's kind of a savage with the striking man. I mean, I, and I do think that, you know, she's been training at the PI and stuff. She should, she looked good. She looks like he's in good shape. Um, Baze, I think, you No, know, one thing I will say is I know that she used to train with safe, I don't think he's with her with this fight. Um, because she's extreme couture now, but I know that Saif, uh, obviously he was a uh, phrase coach and they beat the Paula by decision. So he knows the, the, the way to beat her. And I was look, I was thinking that was an angle, but I, she's not training with them. She's at extreme now. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if he's even going to coach her here. And I don't know, man, I just, I don't trust Shane Bates. So that's basically what it comes down to you. I can't trust someone, Marcel, who is literally in a headlock for 15 minutes. Like, ah, I just can't do it. I'd rather even take the girl that's on her back for 50 minutes than the girl who's in a headlock, basically. All right. Co-main event, the new co-main event, Ho Kang and Ronnie Yaya. I mean, this is not really a good co-main event, but it is what it is. It should be fun for what it is while it lasts. Cause it's, it, they're, they're both talented grapplers, but this is not a showcase fight by any means. Minus 135 for Mr. Perfect, plus 115 for the veteran Ronnie Aya. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that Kyung Okang is a favorite here, man. Uh, let's be honest. Ronnie Aya has much more experience, has much better names beaten than uh O'Kang. Uh, listen, man, I like Kyung O'Kang. I think he's a good fighter. Uh, I really like to watch him fight. He got one lo- he got uh, one loss in his last Seven fights in the UFC, and it was against Ricardo Ramos, a split decision. Last two fights were two split decisions. I mean, he's winning against the guys I expect him to win against, you know. But this Rani Aya, you know, dude is a wizard on the ground, man. He's really good, uh, and he's he's almost non-finishable. You know, I think the last time he got finished was against Benavides, and it was in the WEC more than ten years ago. So this dude is very durable. You know, if you get if you get with him on the ground, nine out of ten times you're fucked. You know, and that's just how it is. You know, and do I think Kang is a better ground fighter? I don't think he is, to be really honest. Is he younger? Yeah, he's younger. Is he taller? Yeah, he's taller. Does he have more reach? has yeah, more reach. But I still think uh, the the Kang's strength is on the ground, and Yaya's strength is there as well. So, and Yaya's strength will be better on the ground, you know, than Kang. I think so. I'm taking Rani Yaya in this one, man. Uh, will he will he finish him? Maybe not, but I'm taking a decision win for the Brazilian. There you go.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting fight because like you said, I mean, they're both going to want to grapple. Right. And and normally you don't want to grapple with Ronnie because on the ground, I mean, he can submit you with anything. The guy's amazing. And he's, he's, he's been fighting for a long time at the highest level of sport. Marcel. So I remember fighting WC, like in like the late two thousands, he's still fighting like high level guys. Like he's a very underrated guy. I think, and it doesn't get as much respect from fans and media as he should. And he's a guy that has had a great career. I think, um, but he's getting up there in age a little bit now. But the thing is, so is Kang. Kang's not young either. He's in his mid-30s as well. He's missed a lot of his career due to like military service and stuff like that. Um, five years of his career he missed. Um, uh, since coming back, he's looked okay, Marcel. But he's in these really close fights, too, man, which bothers me. Like against guys like Ping, juan Lu and stuff. Like, you know what I mean, Marcel. I went back and watched like the Brandon Davis fight. Like, he's these are close fights, missionary Tanaka. In fact, he has five wins in the UFC by split decision and stake or four wins by split decision. So the guy is in close fights and that worries me, especially with these kind of judges lately, I, I think that this is an interesting fight because Yaya is going to want to go to the ground and he's definitely going to have opportunities to submit this guy, but at the same time, you know, a guy like Ricky Simone or Joe Soto was able to be on top more in those fights and not get submitted. That's kind of what I think happens here. I think Mr. Perfect stays on top. If you look at his Instagram, the guy looks absolutely insane shape for in this fight, I'm going to bank on him. Just being physically a little bit stronger, Marcel, a little bit younger just being stronger and just staying on top more and winning a, a close decision. But if you get subbed, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm not confident at all in this guy. I think that uh, you might be right. The odds, they might be wrong to be honest with you. So I think Marcel could be onto something. I think, um, yeah, I was looking a little bit disrespected here just because the guy is so dangerous on the ground with the subs, but you know, Kang again, Pretty strong in top position if he stays there, but he could he could be reversed, man. Again, he can he can be he could be finished on the ground, I think, too, by a guy like Yaya. So we'll uh, see what happens. Quick, I think I think
1: Yaya got that uh, Rafael Asansao thing over him, where he's a very good fighter, but he doesn't get the respect from from a lot of people because he's really, uh, how do you say that? He's, he's really polite, quiet yeah. and polite. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not really brash. He doesn't talk a lot. You know, he just fights, and that's why he's not really. Uh, he doesn't spring out. When you have ten people, you know what I mean. He doesn't spring. Uh, you you don't see him. You know you see those other people, and that's probably what it is. You know, but he's very good, man. He's a veteran. He should get more respect, I think. Um, but like I said, man, I'm going. With, yeah, yeah. You're going with Kang. It's possible. You know, it's definitely possible. Um.
0: Do you want to just talk about quickly about the Lizze and Stolti fight? I mean, it got kind of, it got canceled as we know now, but what were you thinking in that one, man? I mean, I thought, honestly, I think Stolty's is a little better than people give him credit for, he's actually not too bad, but I think the striking would have been in Lazez's favor. He probably was going to edge up the decision. Maybe what were you thinking?
1: Yeah, I mean. I would have picked Lasaz, but I yeah. wasn't sure, you know, because Lasaz yeah. uh, won against Abdul Razak Alassan, but Alasan hasn't looked the same since he came back from those yeah. uh, two years off. And uh, <laughs> after that, uh, Lasaz didn't look good against Alves, you know, so it's really hard. And Stoltz lost through EMEF, and everybody loses to EMEF by a unanimous decision, like nine, uh, 8 out of, out of 10 fighters. So I don't know, I would have picked Lasaz, wasn't sure, but yeah, it doesn't make sense to talk about it, to be really honest, because fighters off, you know yep absolutely
0: all right um let's do the last fight here main event and i'll take some comments we'll take a few questions i see some in the chat but let me just do the main event first marcel all right uriah hall prime time against sean strickland tarzan two interesting guys for sure uh minus 220 for sean strickland plus 180 for uriah hall marcel give me your thoughts on the main event of ufc vegas 33.
1: the moment the fight was announced i was pretty sure who i was going to pick here so uh if you look at uriah hall He's on the four-fight winning streak, but you guys look at the fights themselves, you know. If you look against Bavon Lewis, yeah. He actually lost the first two rounds against Bavon Lewis, and I was I was super high on Bavon Lewis coming into that fight. I picked him, and then he absolutely starched him, you know. After that, that Carlos Jr. win was split decision. It was a close fight. Anderson Silva won. Dana was shitting on him, but I think he did well. He knocked him out in the fourth round. So, I mean, who knocks Anderson Silva out? I know Anderson Silva was on the late, on the... On the how do you say that? And uh, not in his prime anymore, but still it's a great win to have on your record. And the Whiteman fight, yeah, let's don't talk about that one. Um if we look at Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland has impressed me lately, man. You know, uh, he, he looked really good. The Jack Marshman fight was really funny to watch with a lot of trash talk uh to, to to Jack Marshman, but he looked good in that fight, you know. Uh the Brandon Allen fight. He surprised me there. I know. I think you picked Strickland. I picked Allen, and Strickland won that fight. He looked really good in that fight. Knocked uh, Allen out in the second round, and the Jotko fight. I expect them to win that as well. So now he's fighting Uriah Hall. I have the feeling still like Uriah Hall is at the. I think, and it sounds maybe weird, Uriah Hall is at a stop. You know, I don't. I don't see Uriah Hall making that next level step to that top eight, top five division, in the division. And Sean Strickland, for some reason. He has found the second himself, his second self. You know what I mean. After the Zaleski uh, uh, loss, he, he 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 won against Taleb, uh, Didn't fall for two years, but since his comeback, he looks amazing. You know, and uh, I expect Hall. Uh, I expect Strickland to uh, do very well against Hall. He has to watch out to not get knocked out in the first round. But I'm going with a third round TKO win for Sean Strickland this one.
0: There you go. So he's taking Sean Strickland. So my thoughts are pretty much the same. Actually, like my thoughts initially when I saw the fight was. I'm going to like Sean Strickland in this one, but I still went back and did the research just in case there was something I saw in Uriah Hall. And I mean, I think that he can give Sean Strickland some problems on the feet just because of the unorthodoxness of the striking. And he does have a reach advantage, Uriah Hall, but you know, Uriah Hall is a guy that's been knocked out quite a few times in his career. Sean Strickland's such a good striker. And I think that win over Brennan Allen looks so good. Now, Marcel, the fact he knocked him out, doesn't look really good. I think it amazing looks amazing. It? Yeah, <laughs> I think it looks amazing. <laughs> we said at the same time, literally yeah. <laughs> i think it looks incredible in in hindsight now now obviously every fight's different and right halls look good lately there's no doubt about it he's won four straight fights five of his last six showing big power finally kind of living up to his potential but again you look a little closer at these fights chris wyden is a fluke injury let's be honest even though i had a better hall it was a fluke injury that's what happened the mm-hmm. anderson's will fight. I me mean, i mean that that was a good win we, we all thought to be honest i think that he was probably down two to one and heading into that fourth round but at that point, then Silva's chain is just gone. Um, junior, close fight, competitive, but you know, showed some improvements to take on defense. The Bavon Lewis fight, I remember watching that card with my friend James, because it's the Cyborg Nunez card. And uh, that was surprising, because I, I had money on Bavon Lewis, and I'm like, all right, this is it, this is easy. And they just get starched in the third round. I was watching it back in the day, Joe Rogan's like, he's like, Bavon Lewis is just controlling this fight. Bang! Joe Rogan's like, oh, I spoke too soon. So, you know, it happens in sports and and this guy has power, like fight changing power. And that's the only but I, thing I want to It
1: ahead. actually still makes me sad, man, because Von Lewis had really much potential, I think. And after that fight, he never looked never the same. Never been the same.
0: I agree. I, I thought he looked so good
1: on Contender Series.
0: Um, I just really like Sean Strickland. I've always liked this guy. I I, I like everything about him. I just think he's the better MMA fighter, while rounded in this fight too. If he wants to go to the ground with Uriah, I think he can do that. He's got good underrated wrestling, I think. I, I Man, I think this guy, Marcel, I'm not saying he's going to be a champion, Sean Strickland guys, but I do think he's a top 10 guy right now in the world. The guys looked phenomenal lately. So much confidence to Marcel. And I love the fact he's getting a five round showcase fight. Now it's unfortunate that again, it's going head to head Bellator. I don't know how many people are going to watch it, but bearing um, like kind of the knockout that happened against Zaleski where he got KO'd. I, I, with the spinning hook kick, it was kind of like weird. You just got knocked, you got knocked down. And then the guy just finished him off Yeah. unless that burying that happening. I, I think he dominates his fight and maybe finishes your right hall late in the fight. You think it goes five rounds or no, I have it round TQ. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, I'm thinking probably a late finish. I mean, I'm not saying Sean's like a knockout artist by any means, but he's one of those guys Marcel. that fight with um, Alex Garcia, just the, yeah. the pressure and it breaks you eventually and he finished him late. So, we have the same thoughts on that one. Let me get some uh, comments here, guys. If you've any questions, throw them in. We have five minutes left here. Um Marcel, any rumors uh we're sharing about October fight night main events? Anything?
1: <sighs> Nothing at the moment, man. Yeah, let's let's see what I have, but uh, probably what, what I have is already known, but I will check for a second. Uh, October M- Marina Rodriguez Mackenzie Durham, but you know that nine October, is October 9th. October second, Thiago Santos, Johnny Walker. October sixteenth, still open. October twenty third, still open. So yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, the uh, we we didn't talk about because uh, it happened last night, I think after the podcast. But Colby Covington and Usman are fighting at two sixty eight. Yeah. Are you hearing anything about Whitaker and Adesanya too on the same card or?
1: Whitaker, No, nothing man. They also say I think also Usman against Colby Covington is the main main event. That's the main the event. Card, okay, so.
0: so there you go. Yeah, I mean it makes sense to be a main event. I guess they would do that as Maybe he'll do it in December, but maybe he'll come back next year. I don't know. He's fought, he fought twice this year, right? Adesanya. Yeah. I know he wants to fight again though. So maybe they will get him on the card. What they want to do is have like all those teammates together, right? Like all the Australian guys, I think, and New Zealand guys, um, yeah, yeah, I, think, I think many but, of
1: them, I think many of them are on the October 2nd card, but this is not, that's not a pay-per-view. That's just fine final. Fair enough. This guy, uh, Jose has to about this guy, Martin Boudet. I don't,
0: I actually don't know him, but I mean, I'm going to obviously look into him before he fights. He's fighting Hugo Kona, Kuna on
1: the contender series. You want to know about this guy at all, or? I know his name, but I don't, I'm not really familiar with this fights to be really honest.
0: Well, we'll talk about the contender series in the, like, when does it start, o- October or is it August for contender? Uh, August, August 31st is the first guy. There you go. Daniel X. Like, Stolte against uh, Lizez. I thought he had a chance. The DraftKings salaries came out. He was 7,000. I was looking at him as a dog, but, fights not happening, but I, I wonder if the salary will stay the same because usually it does. So he might be value town, um, this week in drafting. So I'll talk about that with Duke on the other podcast. Anything else you want to talk about Marcel before we go We're at two minutes left, but I think I, 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 don't have a lot more to say about this card other than please no more fights get canceled. Cause I put a lot of work in, in this card and I don't want these, these fights. Get canceled.
1: Uh, yeah, actually I want to, I want to hear your opinion on the. Uh uh former champion in the ufc who uh, had a vile comment earlier this morning oh NFL.
0: yes i w- so so okay so i w- I went to bed i didn't see until i woke up and uh um, i saw the comments i mean the guy the guy's really got some issues and he gets away with so much stuff we're talking about conor McGregor, obviously guys he gets away with so much because he just he's a money grab right for the ufc if this was any other fighter man he would probably have been kicked off the roster by now i would guess, you know what i mean like it's crazy what this dude can say and get away with um making comments about Khabib's father and then Dustin's wife again. The guy's a weirdo, man. He's just a strange guy. I mean, I'm not, I think as a fighter, I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor, but you know, as a person, he's not my, I'm not, I'm not. A, he's not my favorite guy. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, but I, as a fighter, I still enjoy watching him fight. That's the truth, you know, but I, he's did a lot for the sport. I got that. But like, your take on Strictly. I put two news on him as soon as uh, the last card was over. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I know you're saying, as soon as that last car I had such a bad taste from that Maverick decision, I started going to the next car already. I was like, I want to get this. Uh, right. Two-faced, why is he getting ranked? I am not Romanoff. I don't know. Romanoff, I guess the UFC didn't like the way he, um, yeah, he called him a quitter. That <laughs> guy drinks out of his shoe. That's so funny. Pretty much. <laughs> the other guy took a nutshell. and didn't want to fight, and the other guy drinks out of his shoe. I guess Dana White doesn't like one thing. Dana White, privilege. That's funny. That's it for today, guys. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, man.
1: One more thing, I got a weird feeling that AJ McKee is gonna pull it off on Saturday. So there you have it. Um, because you didn't ask me, I give you my pick. I go with AJ McKee. I have the feeling he's gonna do it. Don't ask me why, but uh, I think the the most the most logical pick is probably Pitbull. But uh, I got a weird feeling. Uh, my my uh, accounts: Big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, and MMADNA.NL, wherever you can find it. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, yeah, Adam. The floor is yours, as they say. <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at
0: Martin, the podcast MAODSBREER.com. It's on our YouTube channel. He's Go, going to watch it live, watch the replay later. Um, it's on Spotify, iTunes. want to give a shout out to my boy, Davey Hancock. He's a guy I went to public school with. He sent me a message on Facebook yesterday. He said, he listened to the podcast. I went to public school with this guy. I haven't seen him in 20 years in person. And we are Facebook friends. Um, he goes, Hey, you listen, he's like hey, it's like listening to your podcast on Spotify. I was like, that is sick. So there you go, man. Small world, man. Um, are also am my BJPen.com, Miami news.com, fancy fanatics. Lead fantasy elite sports betting all back on Thursday, hopefully with AJ. If not, uh, talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Peace.